farmer mushroom driving a tractor. Yes. Um, That's the art I want on my wall. Yeah, so here we go. So we, we're using stable diffusion. We gave it some dimensions. We gave it some um, prop guidance, it says. So we're at about 10 seconds now, 12 seconds. So that yeah, so it's, it's out there thing. much faster than me so far. Whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. We got tractors There's for sure. There's lots of tractors. It, is, is it like a, underneath a spaceship? Yeah. Where did it Armor go? Armor mushroom? I don't I don't see any mushroom going on here. Yeah, it definitely ignored the mushroom part and really dug in on the Unless tractor Unless there's like side. literally a little mushroom on the uh, seat of the yeah, tractor. Can, can we zoom in? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a one-inch tall. It's like, like a toadstool just sitting in there. <laughs> Welcome to Imagining the Metaverse, a new podcast where we explore all things Web3, future tech, mixed reality, decentralization, crypto, and beyond. We are your hosts. Um, I'm Nikki Sanders, and I'm here with Scott Paul. Hello, hello. This show is being produced by Silicon Slips TV, where you can find the show and even more entertainment for entrepreneurs. Um, today, exciting show, we're talking about NFTs, computer-generated art, and the future of art in general. So we should start kind of by define, defining NFT, I think. Um, I think a lot of people know the term and they like they see the term on the, on Reddit, on the internet, um, but a lot of people I talk to actually don't know what it actually means. Yeah. Do you know what it actually means, Scott? I believe it stands for non-fungible token. Yes, you got it. But I don't know what fungible really means that well. You don't know what fungible, <laughs> I, fungible I do, means. but it like has to get explained to me. Okay, we can do it. It sounds really fun as a word. We can do an explanation of fungible. Yeah. Um, so... If we both had, the way I like to, to describe it is if we both had like a dollar bill yeah, um, and I drew on mine or something, or mine was just a little different, we decided to swap them, mm -hmm. we both end up with the same value, right? We yeah. could both go buy a candy bar. Yeah. Nothing is lost. But, you know, we're, we're super fancy people and like we both have Picasso paintings. Yeah, um, of course, naturally. Of, who doesn't? Yeah. We decide to swap these Picasso paintings yeah. we have. Did we really end up with the same value at the end of that transaction? That's debatable. Hmm. They, mine's like now a blue painting and yours is a green painting. So they look a little different. The monetary value um, might not be the same. Hmm. They were made in different years. Mm -hmm. um, they have different history behind them. So they're not the same. We can't just swap them mm -hmm. and end up with the same value. So that's when something is non-fungible. When did you first hear about it? And, and what was your first memory? Mine was CryptoKitties. Mine was CryptoKitties. So yeah. this was... Was that 2017? Yeah, and I yeah. didn't and I didn't understand at the time what it was, and uh -huh. I still don't understand why it didn't work. Like my friend was trying to get me to buy a bunch of these kittens yeah. that I could breed. Yes, and it's just something back then sounded weird about it, and today it still sounds weird. And yet now I'm a holder of a lot of these similar type of NFTs. But you never that, bought a crypto kitty. I never. I think I have some, but I yeah. didn't. But I didn't buy them. Someone gave them to you know They're sent them gifts. to my wallet. Yeah, I first discovered them with CryptoKitties. I was doing work to actually like do. I was like deploying smart contracts and doing mm -hmm. tokenized things at the time. And all of a sudden, um, the Ethereum network was like completely just down. Like yeah. it, it was so gummed up. The mempool, like where yeah. all the transactions go, was just out of control. We hadn't seen anything like that. Everyone's transacting these. There were kitties. Yes, and I was oh. like, "What is going on? I can't even deploy anything. The gas fees yeah. were like nothing we'd seen before." Oh my gosh. Um, and we finally were like looking into it. We we're like, "What is this crypto kitties thing?" And yeah. we started sending like angry like messages to the 
the developers, like mostly in so jest, funny. but we're like, you guys what are I, making what my I, life What I love what you just said right there was like basically explaining from the mempool to the gas fees, like there's a lot going on in all those words that a, that a viewer doesn't even know what we're talking about. And I love it. We need to, we need to like yeah. say these things and then maybe uh, explain maybe all that. Back. So gas fees, quite simple, are like the the fees that it costs to run com- run the computers like yes. on the Ethereum network. And yeah, so it's like you, a transaction fee. Transaction fee. fee. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're that's kind of how Ethereum kind of holds its value. It's a gas token at the end of the day. It's, it a, is. It's, it's running it, it, a decentralized computer, and you got to pay to. Make yeah, because so, some because someone's running computers yeah. to make it yeah. run right, and what's yeah. their incentive to do it? It's you know, it's the the gas fees kind of you pay them to yeah, to, to, go on, to go on their toll on their highway. Yep, exactly. So, and so anytime anyone anyone's buying an NFT or issuing or minting, it's there's going to be some fees. You don't you, you really them. can't just receive a free NFT to a wallet. I mean, you can you there can be zero cost of the NFT. Yeah, someone can send it to you, but. Someone's there's always something. some fees. Yes, yeah, so there's going to be some fees to move these files. Yep. Or these tokens. These tokens. Um, that's that's funny. We both have CryptoKitties in common. Uh, well, we know that the last two years, there's been almost, I would even say the year, a year and a half, the NFTs went nuts. It went crazy. It would be almost to the point of being a cultural phenomenon and even oh, joke. Like it became. Definitely a joke. It's came, it almost became a joke. And, and everyone trading knows that. Where are we right now? It is it is twenty twenty two. We're in almost November, almost Halloween. It's, it's October, and I feel like I feel like we're in a weird time where some of the biggest brands are still getting behind NFTs, but at the same time, it's cooled off. There, there's it's like off. there's all there's a lot of people that have just been burned by it, and they're like, yeah. no more photos. What are we? How, how are these monkey photos still around? Yeah, but yet they're became, still worth a it, ton of money. It's so weird. Like I think it got. I think with any like new technology or something like that, people get really excited about it, and um, and then once people are making money, everyone wants in. Yeah. And so people started being able to like buy and sell NFTs and make a ton of money. So more people were like, "I'm going to do that too." Um, and I think it just like kind of was a bubble. Yeah. Um, a very short-lived yeah. bubble. Like a quick, quick tulip craze. But there's still there's still value there's still like a handful of projects that have retained their value and are doing great still not great have. but um, they're they're not. Why do you think some have? I, I think people realize it. that I think what happened is some of these projects. I know I'm personally an owner of a lot of these Clone X that Nike bought. They yeah. bought the artifact company yeah. and and now they're doing like these things that are like utility where the NFT are actually um, if I own it. I can forge these clothing. These clothing. I have shoes coming mm-hmm. and clothing that came from my from avatar. your NFT. Yeah. Oh. So it's getting it's getting into real world commerce and okay. and collectibles. So it's when and they so actually have a a purpose. I think I think yeah I think the monkey photos started the board apes started having purpose in that they built a the, the other side yeah. the club the uh, they made ape coins so they did NFT and and fun, fungible tokens and non fungible tokens all of the tokens and yeah and then they also like are starting to get movie rights and they're making a, I think no. a full fledged film uh, from the board apes yeah are you but, serious yeah I've seen the trailer so there's already a trailer oh, yeah, yeah it's how coming. have I not heard of this yeah, yeah and then there's a club I was in Miami at this club no. and they bought a board ape eleven the club's called eleven and so they have a I've whole the, yeah. the number eleven board ape represents the whole club and then oh, they're doing like a side yeah. token a side a hat for like I don't I don't know what's going on, but all I know is brands are getting into the owning one of the board apes and like having that represent a lot of yeah. their um brand. Like you can even rent them out now, like like icons. Like you can 
a people, board ape. a board ape or even a clone, people want to lend them out so people can use them at like celebrity events. It's really strange. I don't get it, but it's wonder, like, like there's, there, there the are pictures point? celebrities. I don't know. I don't get it. It's so, good. It's good. I kind of get it, but I, I mean, that's why we're here to, to discuss. Is these it things. like now more about like the community aspect of owning one? You are. You, it, I, I think that's what it is. I think it's a really high price country club at this point. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, like your. Yeah, there's, your, ten, your there's only ten thousand of them, right? And so it's lim- uh-huh. it's re- it's very limited and 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 uh, scarce. And so so it's. But I do know that OpenSea, where if people are listening to this and wondering how do I get an uh, NFT, mm-hmm. the most uh, well known like eBay for or Amazon for NFTs is called OpenSea. Yep, they were buzzing a year ago and now they're down almost 90 percent on like transaction and volume going through so it we are in the it's a good time if you want to go pick up some really cheap ones or it's uh be glad you missed the the wave or get get on this next one coming or ignore it for another five years they're not going away though that's they're not going to go away they're not going away but nfts are technology yeah It's, it's more it's the photos that made them popular um i think actually birthed the like the, the the utility that's now being Absolutely. underpinning these NFTs. Yeah, that's where I kind of like NFTs a little bit more. Like the pictures are are whatever. Like um, I I mean I get why like a like our digital art kind of mm-hmm. is been is drawn to NFTs because it gives you like the ownership capability. Yeah. Um, like you can prove ownership of a piece of digital art which didn't exist nope. before NFTs. But then when you get beyond the pictures. And get into more like more utilities. That's where I really like the technology, and I think it's awesome. And I can see it coming in and like and solving problems, like real problems, not made up problems, where they're trying to just like shoehorn the technology in. Right. Um, yeah, and I, you see that with a uh, here in Utah, my friend Amelia uh, Gardner. She's uh-huh. actually doing the first marriage license uh, marriages yeah. NFT marriage. They're already doing them here in, and 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 she yes. has people all over the world. Coming and getting digitally married in Utah County, and having their NFT like so they get the marriage NFT. license. Yeah, I know, I'm jealous. That's it's, so it's cool. crazy. Yeah, so she has been in DC this last month, and like everyone's looking at Utah how we're using this to do like so cool record keeping in at the state and uh, state level. And I think yeah. California just passed a law giving like all all of their counties either permission or I think telling them to do this um, using blockchain technology yeah. for record keeping. Yeah. Which is huge. And so, yep. I hope Amelia, like, hopefully could be involved in that a little bit and make sure it goes off smoothly because I don't want them to mess it up because yeah. I, I want it you're here. Pro- you're probably going to be pinged for uh, help on that here. You're, they're, you you seem to be the one that everyone's looking to for the, <laughs> how do we make sure it goes right on the blockchain and not mess that up? And You know, yeah. What, I've, been, our, I've been around all our records for stolen. a while. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not married anymore. They just rug pulled all the, yeah, what all happened? the marriage license <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, what if you're rug pulled on your marriage license? Did <laughs> yes. the marriage actually happen? Did it? Uh, we don't know. Is that the easy way to get a divorce? <laughs> like, it's, it's like everyone's like, I guess we can reconsider things right now, 20 years later. <laughs> if there's marriages on the blockchain, are they going to have divorce on the blockchain? I, mean, I think so, right? Like, really quick. Um, just con- you just yeah. connect your wallet, swipe right, and like, just like. Done. That was fast. Give me the assets divorce certificate. Yeah. Totally, all the assets on the on chain. Oh my gosh, that perfectly. should be a smart contract where, like, all your digital assets, it's like, yes. boom. There's just like a divorce function, <laughs> and it just goes into your wallets and splits them up, and like, should we do this? Yeah, it's like a prenup, okay, but in a smart let's, contract. Let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, that's a whole. That's a whole. Let's conversation. tell Amelia that we're yeah. gonna pre- do prenups and divorce on, on, on chain. This, yes, on chain. I love it. I love it. Simultaneously to all this NFT stuff going on. Yes. In this, absolutely, like following the exact same timeline, 
I've been getting NFTs. I've been getting into AI art. That's so cool. And this has nothing to do with this has nothing to do with um, Web three. No, this is all. They've there've been like two technologies that are kind of going like perpendicular and like they're they're kind of going at the same time. They kind of become related because of NFTs. But you're right; they're very different things. Very different. I have to say that I have a, I have a beautiful NFT by Artifact. It's mm-hmm. a Clone X that it's a octopus uh, hat. Yes, cool, beautiful, but comes nothing close to what is being created with AI art and profiles that I've seen there. I mean, I have seen profiles that AI has created in less than ten seconds that are so rich and so imaginative. That it's like I, I mean, I. I can pull up my phone and just show you this thing. You're like, how was that possible? Yeah. Yet these are not on chain. So meaning they're not um, – I own them, but I don't have any like – like where where are we storing all these? So now, so, so just as many as mm-hmm. many NFTs are being created, so is AI art is being generated every second right now. Yeah, but people are just Probably millions and millions and millions a day. Yeah. Where are they all going? Yeah. And what's the – What's, what are we doing with this? How and, is it and, unique yeah. every time? Like, how are you guaranteed that they're unique every time? That's like, a good one, right? Yeah. How do I know that? Um, yeah. How do I? Is are we going to just cheapen the value? And, and when does it come to music? Right? When we're going to be able to mm-hmm. make songs so quickly that have good beats, lyrics overlaid, rap songs? I've seen it. I've seen rap. I have seen voices that have been seen. AI rap. Yeah. I've no. seen AI rap. Hundred percent. I'll show. I'll show you this. It's a. It's a startup in California, but I watched it. I'm like. That's, this is getting nuts. That's crazy. So, so we'll look back at this episode in three years, and but of course, there's hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah. percent AI songs that are hitting the billboards. They'll be ever. They're going to be climbing a hundred percent. And then, who's the artist? Like maybe the person like the, typing the person in that the prompt? prompted it, I guess, right? But what's going to happen? Or the computer? They like trot up like a MacBook. Yes, book yes, and the, Mac, like... the MacBooks are going to be <laughs> yeah. famous. Yeah, right? they're one of a kind. Just like the, it was happened on that machine that right machine there. Created yeah. this piece. Yes, the, that's this is happening. crazy to me. Because it's happening with art, and it's going to turn into and and it was much like well, I was watching this guy last night, and when and when AI started or when the camera started to and photography started, mm-hmm. the the painters, the portraitists, or you know the uh, people who are doing making all their money doing portrait were freaking out at the camera. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, did they, moving did, into did their the camera space. kill? Did the camera kill art? Not at no. all. I mean, it's only created a whole new category. They're still. They're still okay. muralists. They're still graffiti. They're still oils. They're still yeah. They're you know, still the all, different mediums. All of them. It just adds. So you think another this one. one will just add on? I just think. I just think you're gonna have a new category. But something seems different about this one. It does. And I think it's the volume of creation. Like it's so easy. Yeah. And it's so vast. And the fact that it's hard to tell if something is created by a computer or a human. Yeah. That's where it gets freaky. With a photograph, it was it's pretty easy to yeah. tell. Like, oh, this is obviously not hand painted. It's different. Yeah. Digital art, like ugh. we're not gonna be able to tell. We're not gonna be able to tell. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me. And then um, I love the ownership question of this because I remember like years back there was like a a nature photographer who was like there was a monkey who took his camera and took a picture, and then there was a debate over who. Like owned the copyright to this picture. Was it the monkey? Because the monkey took the picture. Oh my God. So that's where I'm like, does the computer own the picture? But I think I was reading on the website that no, actually, like whoever generates it, like technically owns, owns it. it. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you can reproduce it's, it. We made we made some AR, AI art today, and the question's still like not completely clear. Who owns that? Is it? It's on this computer, which 
Benton mm-hmm. owns. You gave me the prompt. Yeah. Do you own it? I typed the prompt in. You like, did. Is it, co- is it co-shared? Like, do we have to put it on the chain and each have? When three, is going to be the first like lawsuit it? over? Oh, it's coming soon. Over it's coming. It's already, well, they're already happened. There are there are already some things happening on no. the NFT space um, yeah. on like usage of of an NFT that was made. Yeah. Um, and it's going to soon. It's going to soon get. Um, it's got to. It's got to leak into this real soon. Really, really soon. Especially when music's involved and uh-huh. and. Uh, yeah. And and things where people are making like, Actually, like tons money, and tons money. of money. Yeah. So and then I've seen animation. So I have watched a compilation of AI. So they're now taking it and they're creating. What? It's not great yet. It's very interesting. It's almost like it's al- it almost looks like Mickey Mouse Walt Disney animation hand drawn. Like it's okay. it's very. Um, like super early. Yeah, it's like they're not quite like flowing together. It's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like today's Pixar, but you can tell the AI is animating and it's learning nice. it and it's learning how to keep the first frame really consistent to the next frame and it's making frame after frame after frame. It'll take a while to render this, but we're going to have full anime that has been that it's generated it's all... from a prompt in less than in less than three or five years. I believe you'll be able to prompt. Your own version. And this could be my daughter who wants to go into filmmaking mm-hmm. and loves anime. She'll be able to prompt a kind of story arc. She'll be able to come up with her story. And get, she, and get She doesn't hours. have to draw it. No, she'll get hours of footage mm-hmm. and be able to bring in and, and then reframe. Because that's the other thing they're doing. They're, they're wow. creating something and then they're mm-hmm. kind of going and then they're editing it with new prompts. So she'll be able to kind of create right. a story arc, see what it does. Tweak it a little tweak bit. Tweak the characters a little bit, yeah. the story. But she could probably end up with a five-episode long uh, anime short or something that yeah. that comes from a prompt that was possibly free to generate. Um, the other place that I've seen AI, this is different. This kind of goes into your thing is you now can be an artist where right mm-hmm. now you're developing code and creating stuff. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't create code and make a game. You know, I cannot go and engineer uh, on a computer any t- any type of uh, application. Right. Until Codex came out, and Codex is a part of GPT three, mm-hmm. um, OpenAI's thing. So I have now actually used prompts to create computer language. Right. So quick, I want a game where I eat an apple with a snake that has seven levels, increases in difficulty. Enter, and it just generates. pushes out a game, pushes out the code for that entire game. I've wow. seen it. I've done it. I'm like, wow. So now. Now you can like be teaching STEM at fourth grade level, yeah. and 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 just have to use Codex and 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 teach the kids how to prompt instead of learning all the crazy. What is that usually that I would have to use? Or that job? Like what well, HP? Any, what am any, I going to use normally? Any programming language? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know any of them. Doesn't matter. They're all yeah. different. They're all Chinese to me. I can't yeah. speak any of them. Yeah. And so now they can now they can it's just like use the English language. To actually tell the computer what to Tell the know. computer what to code. And, and they can mm-hmm. see it right there in their little compiler, like all the code. They can go and look at everything and that that prompt. The... Yeah, so you could go change like, oh, 20 seconds. Yeah. You can change to 40 seconds. You know, you can kind of look into the code. And then... it, but you could get like your boilerplate yeah. spit out. Yeah. That would be nice. And, and, then that, and, then, and then I think they learn code too by like seeing what their English language prompt created over here in the compiler and say like, oh, wow, oh, that's, sure. that's how you start off a – you know, execute a, a program, and that's what you need to do to put the colors in and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's that's it's allowing awesome. artists to become coders and coders yes. to become artists and people that do only speak English to start making creations with simple prompts. Yeah, that you can literally not even type. You can just use Siri to like go. 
so 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 really what's happening is the the, the friction from thought to creation is becoming almost instant. That's going away. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's not going to be, be no a lot. Of, there's not going to be a lot of friction for, and then it's going to get into 3D printing soon. So like, why can't I say soccer ball, and some crazy 3D printer makes me a soccer it. ball? It just knows what that means. Yeah, creates it for you. Or I would love a three like like almost like the di- like created art, the AI generated art, but for like 3D art, like a sculpture. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you just makes like, it. I need a sculpture for my front yard. I want it like something like this and then yeah. like just let it go. It's probably getting really close. If it doesn't already exist, someone might have already done that. I don't know how it's going to work. but Yeah, I'm going to Google after this. It, yeah, yeah, AI generated We'll do sculptures. it from our glasses too. Our new Apple AR glasses will say, oh, man. I would like a sculpture and it <laughs> makes it, it makes it. And then it says, now send it to the 3D printer. And like within four hours, you've got yourself a lawn ornament. Which like a naked David, like naked, but instead he has like a minion down there instead of a, a, a part, so the kids can so, the kids so it's can child see, friendly, so it's child friendly for neighborhoods because yeah. you're editing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, of course, Disney characters down there instead of actual anatomy because that's much better. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we just the naked body is so offensive. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's like we gotta hide that stuff. Well, that was an awesome conversation about NFTs and AI art. Um, Stuff I didn't even know about. Now I have so much Googling to do. Right. I'm going to like definitely rabbit hole yeah. tonight on January. Okay, I'm going to see what I can come up with. Right. I'll send, send it, it send to it you. Send it to me. I want to see. Yeah. I'll see see um, how artistic I am with just words, which that's my, like, my as a as a developer, that's like my strong suit. It's yeah, just yeah. typing it's into prompt. a computer. Yeah. So yeah. so we'll see what can happen. But yeah, this was great. And um, we're excited to dive into more topics or, like in the metaverse, the Web3 stuff. Um, What's next? I think next. We might be going into DeFi. Ooh. So near you like NFTs, heart. you like DeFi. I mean, they're, you know, Very they're close. really close. They're you know, peanut butter jelly. Yep. Um, we just really want to thank Silicon Slopes TV for producing this. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Awesome. Ciao. Bye.